You're listening to Zap Nights Zap Chats, a monthly video game discussion. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Zap Chats for October. I'm your host, Danny. And I'm your co-host, Kaylee. So, what have you been playing lately, Kaylee? Animal Crossing! Nice! <laughs> I have literally not touched a video game since Final Fantasy X. Which, to be fair, hasn't been that long. But, you know, a couple weeks goes by quick. And I'm very busy this month. So, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to be able to do for video games this month. We're definitely going to have a podcast for November 1st. I'm just not entirely sure of what it's going to be. We originally were talking about playing Pocahontas, but... Lori's beat a few games too that I could easily play and beat while we're we're taking a trip, so mm. we're gonna be on a train for a few hours. So maybe I can play a game on the train and get that done, and then me and Lori can do a quick podcast about yeah. that. So um, if we do that, it's probably gonna be um, Mario Golf, or I don't know the name of the other. One. <laughs> I don't know the name okay. of the other one. It's it's like um. It's like a adventure puzzle game, kind of like That's I don't know when, when we used to play Zork, yeah. where basically you just wander around trying to fix puzzles and figure yeah. stuff out. Um, but yeah, that's that's really been it. Um, Final Fantasy X we just got off of that was a lot of fun. We talked about um, we kind of talked about side quests, which is something that I want to talk about yeah. today, um, and what makes for a good quality side quest like side quests as a whole like an overall side side quest slash extra content for Mm. a video game excluding um dlc we've kind of talked about dlc and our thoughts about that before um but i specifically want to talk about side questing and um extra content like post game content maybe is how you would describe it stuff that's not pertinent to the main story right just side stuff that you can do that there's extra dialogue and and this kind of stems from the way that final fantasy 10 ends like towards the beginning of the game and the majority of the game really is very linear and then once you get on the airship it opens up to be able to do all these things and that's that's kind of where this is stemming from because those things are not Super important yeah. to the story in any way. <coughs> um, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about was maybe Tokyo Game Show, which was recently. Um, I it was okay. There wasn't anything major announcement wise that came out of it that I was super interested in. Um, at least like Squ- Square Enix's um, display. There was I I don't know. I guess the Strangers of Paradise thing was kind of neat yeah. that they've they've they're l- actively listening to the fans and tweaking stuff, which is really nice. Um, they I think they showed off another trailer for um, what's that game uh, Forsaken? Oh yeah. So and, and that looks pretty cool, um, but. I'm I'm eager to know yeah. when that's going to be released. Like I want that yeah, right now. That looked pretty cool. Uh, but a lot of these games, it looks like they're coming early next year. And even from a Final Fantasy 16 standpoint, which we didn't get a whole lot of information, but the director of 16 talked with um, 
had a had a conversation with the original Final Fantasy guy, um, whatever his Nomura. name is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I guess that game is pretty much done. Uh, all they're working on now is like wow. side story stuff, side quest stuff, <laughs> and um, and like tweaking and up upscaling everything to to match. I have to say, it feels like, I don't know if time just is going faster for me now that I'm older, but it feels like some of these games are getting pushed out a little bit earlier than I expected it to. I think for Square Enix, they got such a bad reputation for delaying and waiting years and years. I mean, look at 15. 15 (laughs) took forever to come out because they announced it too early. And I think that that's the problem, is that these games that need to be in development for five-plus years need to start working on them ASAP and don't say crap about it until you're ready to release it. Like, that's... I I think the Square Enix had just, like, didn't think about that. They just wanted to give people information. Well, by doing that, you're setting expectations for stuff that may not even get released you know i mean look at how like versus final fantasy versus 13 it turned into final fantasy 15 but like the fans have known about it for all these years and you know nothing came about it so like you know that i think that's square enix's problem specifically square enix a lot of other companies have similar issues but square enix has been real bad over the past few years i think they're finally starting to get a grip on it and only announcing stuff when they're yeah. ready to release it and i think that nintendo is is really the lead on that i mean some of these games you don't even know that they're being worked on and then they're like yeah releasing this summer like what yeah <laughs> you know yeah so i and i appreciate that yeah. because I don't even want to know until it's ready to release. Right, like absolutely. I, I don't want to be excited about it in any way until it's ready to be released. So, I like that better. Speaking of Square Enix, what did you think about Chocobo GP? Oh my gosh! <laughs> yes, I when I watched that. What, what's funny is okay, Chocobo GP. Is it GP? Chocobo Race. I think it's Chocobo Racing GP. It is GP, but Grand Prix. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's just. Maybe yeah, maybe it is Chocobo Racing. No, I don't know. Anyway, Chocobos. yes, <laughs> it is. It, it's like the sequel to Chocobo Racing for the PlayStation, and we played the crap out of yeah. that game when it was released. Uh, we rented it all the time from the video store yeah. when that was a thing. Um, I have a copy of it. I only have the disc. At oh, you some don't have point, the case? yeah. At some point, I'd like to get the case. But yeah, I I loved that game. We should sit and play it. That would yeah. be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, they're they're making a sequel to that Chocobo GP. Um, They've got nine content, it, Final Fantasy nine content. Like the backgrounds, the the yeah. stages look phenomenal. Alexandria there was and the gold saucer, gold saucer. Yes, yeah. I cannot wait. But it's gonna be great. I just appreciate. You know, I feel like nine's been getting a little bit of the sweet treatment lately because you've got. Steiner and his specific car. You saw Vivi and his. He actually had an Oglop car. It was oh, yeah? supposed to be Sid from Nine. Aww. It was really cute. And I was thinking about this: how great, how great potential this game has for additional, non-important DLC, like having different characters downloadable, That's you know, true, different yeah. carts and different uh, courses. Yeah. You know? So I, 
I hope I, if they're gonna do DLC for a game, this is a great game to do DLC for because <laughs> it's not relevant yeah. to anything, right? <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like a lot of fun, and I absolutely think we should sit down yeah. sometime oh, man. soonish. I have to get this game. My kids saw the trailer for it and immediately was like, "I want that now!" <laughs> like it's not Whoa. even out yet. He's <laughs> like, "I want to play it right now." <laughs> Me too. Me too, son. <laughs> So. Oh man, yeah. So I mean, otherwise, there was a few other like small announcements. They're making um, I I don't know the names of the games, and I didn't bother looking them up because <laughs> things aren't all that important. But yeah. they have a couple like there's a little pixel sprite game that they're coming out with that is similar to, um, uh, Oct- Octopath Octa- Traveler, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it looks similar to that. There's, like, a card game that they're releasing. I, The funny thing about this card game game that they're releasing is there's, like, no information about it. They just keep showing the same trailer of, like, <laughs> cards being laid out, but there's no gameplay, there's no characters, there, it's just, like, this epic universe, and there's cards, like, being laid on the table, and they're all face down, so it's not like you're getting any hint to what this game is about at all. So I don't know what that's gonna be. I love playing goldfish. <laughs> it it reminded me of Final Fantasy Type Zero and how Ace has um he oh, uses yeah. cards. Oh, we need to play that game. Yeah, really. that's gonna be yeah. a great game. Uh, so anyway, let's let's talk about our uh, side quest thing. Well, what was the problem we had with Final Fantasy Ten? Okay, so Final Fantasy Ten, like I said, you finish the main game more or less. And it becomes this open world game where you can do all the extra content. But when you sit down and actually look at the extra content, there's nothing there that really means anything to the game as a whole. Like, yeah, you can get better equipment, but like the better equipment is... Uh, it's always optional, but it, it really doesn't help that much to, like, beat the game. Right. Like, th- e- there's no driving force to do any of the Final Fantasy X extra content. And um, on top of that, they're not even that fun. So yeah. why put yourself through all the trouble of doing all the extra content when it's tedious and boring? And, like, why is it even there then? I... I agree with you to a certain extent because when I do side quests, I want it to be story driven, relevant to someone's story, Mm -hmm. just some kind of actual story behind it. I don't like it when it's just a grind fest of being the best, maxing out everything. However, I know that people are completionists and I respect that. It's just, I, I, to a certain degree, like Final Fantasy IX, my favorite game, I at one point would like to collect all of the treasures and, you know, beat the game and do all the trophies and make all the, you know, beat all the side quests and all that stuff because I love that game. And I think for people, for specifically 10, they love this game. I think it's strange that they put all these side quests expecting that, but I think for someone who is a completionist and likes playing this game, Maybe it is something that they enjoy doing as far as maxing everything out and getting your highest potential. It's just, what a grind fest. (laughs) Well, and I think that that's my complaint, is that if you're going to put all this extra content, make it fun. Yeah. And, you know, collecting the... In in 10, collecting the monsters, that's okay. Like, 
to re-explore all the all the uh, areas that yeah. you've previously explored and try and find all the monsters. That's that's fun. But when it comes to like the chocobo racing crap and the dodging the lightning bolts crap, there's a lot of things that are just tedious and stupid. They, that it's like, why did they even put this in there? Like, okay, the super bosses, I understand. If you're gonna put all this work yeah. into building up your characters, you want to have something to to destroy. I get that, but I want specifically for me the kind of side quest that I want is something that has something to do with the story in some way. So, like additional dungeons, an additional dungeon that has story to it or meaning to the world, which. They did have one, which was the Omega Ruins, as far as we're concerned. The Omega Ruins, yeah, and and it did have some story and lore behind it, with Omega being um, this... He was was a summoner, yeah, an exiled summoner, but he liked to be underground, and then he eventually turned into a monster or whatever, and he summoned all the monsters that are in there to protect it. I don't know. Did you do the butterfly side quest? I I mean, I did a few collect... I did a few of the butterfly... things but See, I'd- most of those you do those things to get the extra items which unlocks all this other stuff right but what i was gonna say is it sounds like maybe more specifically they're poorly planned mini games <laughs> well yeah no it's bad and i don't i don't mind them being there but again if you're gonna have us go through the grind of stuff i want content to the world well what i'm okay Let's take Chocobo, the Chocobo racing game. It was very frustrating and difficult. That would have been potentially, if it was more fun, would that have been worth the, the side quest? Even if it's just for grind. I think what they should have done is they should have had it a mandatory thing, kind of like Blitzball. But. I think I think if they were going to have, I, I think that it would have been fun to have you walk into the Comlands. And be greeted by that chocobo person. Like, do the lore thing like in the story like you normally do. But then be greeted by the chocobo person and say, Hey, you know, it's really hard to find your way to the other side. You could take a chocobo, but you have to raise a chocobo first. Or you have to help, yeah. me, help me train a chocobo in order to make it to the other side. And then do the, si- do the like, little minigame thing that's kind of frustrating and stupid. But then you make it to the other side and you're done. And then you've played it, you've experienced it, and yeah, it was stupid, but you know, it's kind of a fun little way to get to the other side quickly. Um, instead, they made it this like optional thing, which is which is fine. It's there. You don't have to do it in any way, which is again, it's fine. But then they have it being a major part of getting one of the celestial items yeah. or weapons. So from that perspective, it's like, okay, you're going to make it, you know, it's optional to play. You can do it. But now you have to do this stupid, tedious, impossible task. Obviously, it's not impossible. (laughs) But it's really, really frustrating to get this, like, zero, zero time from point A to point B by collecting the balloons, dodging the impossibly hard seagulls that come from nowhere. So, to get this item that... It, <sighs> Again, if the minigame had been better... If the minigame had been better or just more fun in general, not even like 
I don't know. I like the seagull thing is really frustrating. It really the whole game is really right. frustrating. It needs, if it had been it, yes. a little bit different and maybe a little bit slightly easier to get that, I think it would be more fun. Or yeah, I don't know, just make it better well, in general. Well, look at uh, Final Fantasy IX's Chocobo Hot and Cold. Mm-hmm. Basic. I I thought it was fun. I had a lot of fun doing it. It was basic stuff. You got a lot of extra content even though it wasn't pertinent to the game story. But then you unlocked... I mean, it did have some story because you learned about the Chocobos. Uh, See? But you still got important... Your your ultimate items. You had played that Chocobo minigame. Like, your ultimate mm. weapons and stuff. Or at least two of them, I think. So, I think, in that, in that instance, yes, it was frustrating and it was kind of a grind because it was so frustrating. But if it had been more fun and a little bit easier would have been different. I think more fun, a little bit easier and a little bit longer. Like maybe have the Chocobo thing in the Thunder Plains. Yeah. And Just have a, another race in the Thunder Plains or that um Highland Road or whatever. Oh yeah, the Mihen I mean Road. there's there's so many different ways that you yeah. could have gone about this like if you if you get, you know, under a minute in all of these courses, then you get the specialty thing that you need to get. So, like, I feel like that there was other ways to go about this to have it not be so frustrating. Now, let's look at a game... Um, Final Fantasy XV is a, not a good example. <laughs> Maybe, like... I know you haven't played Horizon Zero Dawn, but I, I think that you can understand where I'm coming from. Horizon Zero Dawn, you have a lot of side stuff that, yeah, it's a little grindy. Yeah, it's a little bit similar to the rest of the game, but it adds so much value to the story of the world. Even if it's not, even if it's not story to the main plot of the, the game, but story to the the lore of the yeah. the world that you're in and and world world building mm-hmm. right so you're you're doing these extra things that really have nothing to do with the main story but you're learning about right. the game and and that's what i love that's what i want because i want to know more about you know the right everything like in horizon zero dawn when i played that i wanted to learn everything about this world and everything that was going on and i want that experience for mini games because like final fantasy 10 there was so much more that could have been explained oh, yeah, and absolutely. and deep delve into i'm some of these things they kind of talk about in 10 2 and you know there's the um the book, the oh, the Ultimania. the Ultimania that you can read, but like that content should be in the main yeah. game. Like, add, give us more, give us they deeper. Definitely... They they have little tidbits that as you're walking around and talking to people, you can pick up. But I want like, hey, it, it if you been... go and do this thing, yeah, it it's challenging. It. You know, here's an extra dungeon, but we're gonna tell you about something along the way, and that's what I like. It definitely the side quests. Definitely is more worth it when you get more story, in mm-hmm. my opinion. The ultimate weapons, it's... For one thing, I beat this game... Like, if you get the Mega Sisters, that's you're already OP to actually right. beat the game. And, like, yeah, you've got the the Dark Aeons, which makes it... I mean, they're hard. Huh. I didn't even bother with the Dark uh, Aeons. I didn't either. It's, it's more just... It, it makes the ultimate weapons not necessary. It was so much easier for me to just 
get all the extra treasures in the in the cloister of trials than it was to just do all the other mini side quests, which some of them were hard and grindy. It was just quicker. It was easier to just, as you go along the game, you're already there. You might as well get the destruction spheres and break right, the chests. Right. So I definitely think they fell short on doing the side quests, making it worth it. Like it, well, it should have been tended ten for sure. Yeah. Tended for sure. They fell short on the side quests, And we talked about that in the, in the, 10 review um but that i think that that's the core of what makes a good side quest right is if you're gonna make it if you're gonna make it grindy make it fun if you're gonna make it hard make it worth it make it worth it yeah yeah yeah, exactly um but on the flip side but if you're if you're gonna have it all or if you're gonna have it a little bit tedious or you know above and beyond what what would normally be in the game i want some meat to it like these these all these side quest things felt so empty and that's what brought up this conversation these side quests felt so empty that like why am i going to even bother doing all this like normally in final fantasy games all the prior ones there's been a lot of side stuff to do that kind of had more meat to them like yeah i'm gonna go through this dungeon and we're gonna tell you a story while we're going through the dungeon of something obscure like have a have an extra character who walks along with you and tells you you know you're going through a mine and explain the mine and the troubles that you had along the way and have these like rich, this, this rich experience all the way through while you're doing this meaningless task to get a special magic or a special summon or, you know, whatever games now with the exception of making stuff DLC, I think games now generally do more along the lines of what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I think so too. I think that what maybe, as far as Final Fantasy X is concerned, because this is really what sparked Yeah, again, it is. Yeah. I think if maybe what they were trying to achieve is what games now consider easy, normal, and hard mode, where they were just trying to throw hard mode in there and their version of hard mode was grind, 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 <laughs> grind, grind, grind. I think even the grinding wouldn't be so bad. Like for 10. Post game, there's not too many places to g- level grind. I mean, Omega Ruins, that's where that's I That's it. But that's but that's literally it. Yeah. You can kind of do like um the double AP and go to some of the later game stuff like Mount Gagazette yeah. or Xanarkin to do some level grinding. But at some point getting those sphere levels is so difficult and so grindy that the Omega Ruins even becomes too yeah. easy, too tedious. Well, and repetitive. So, like, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, that is, yeah, you don't want to be bored doing it either. Right, So, yeah, yeah. I agree. And, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not bad. It's not terrible, the side quest stuff in 10. But it's I'm not, not trying to roast it, necessarily. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, if I'm going to do all this stuff, in my opinion, if I'm going to do all this stuff, I want it to be fun. And in all the previous Final Fantasy games that I played, there was content there, it was fun, and I did a few extra things. Where in 10, I got to the end and I'm like... I tried doing the chocobo thing. That was stupid. Yeah. I tried doing the catching thing, and that was okay. But then it was just like, I'm like just the, 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 game. the Omega <laughs> Ruins is like 
above and beyond hard. So like, why am I going to go? I'm not going to go through that. I'm just going to die. I could go and get all the extra, um, weapons. No, the, uh, the summons. Oh yeah. yeah. The, the extra ands. Yeah. Ands. That's the word yeah. I was losing. Um, I could go through and get all the extra ands, but like, I'm already at the very end of the game. That's like exactly I could, I, I could backtrack and get everything, but like, is it really going to help that much? Like, I already know there's like very little story content to the extra Aeon stuff. So like, is it really going to be, it, right. you know, is, is my time doing all that going to benefit me at all? Or can I just go and fight the boss? Like, yeah, if the boss, and we talked about it, if the boss fight was too hard for me, I could backtrack and get either some of the celestial weapons or I could get the Magus sisters right. to make it easier. But like, if I don't have to, let's just do yeah. it. Let's just do it and be over with it. Where I don't want that to be a, a dilemma in my mind when I'm playing a game. I want the extra content to be like, you know, I could go fight this, but this extra content is so like enticing that I want to do that well, instead. Yeah, because if you want to... If you need to so you need to level grind. Mm -hmm. Well then yeah, I'm gonna go and do this side quest because at least I'll learn the more of the story and level up along the way. Right. Yeah, I agree. It again, I think nowadays it's it's completely different, but for a game like Final Fantasy X, which could have really benefited from extra content, yeah. like as far as for some of their characters' backgrounds, because they really had an opportunity to learn about the summoner that Lulu had guarded before this full opportunity, even within the cave where you uh, do Yojimbo stuff. Yeah. But you did, or even you even confront, you saw some of it on Mount Gagaza. They talked about it. There just was a lot of opportunity and they didn't. It's yeah. just not there. Right. Yeah. Well, and even 15, you know what, what I remember 15 granted, it's been about five years since we played yeah. 15. Um, that seemed like it was mostly, well, they had a few side story stuff that was okay, but then, like, the main beefy side quest stuff, they saved for DLC, yeah. which should have just been side story, but they decided to opt it to make it DLC, which well, was an absurd decision. Most of the in-game side quests was just fetch quests. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's what the majority of even Horizon Zero Dawn is the same way. It's just fetch quests. But when you have fetch quests, make them interesting. Yes. Like, well, yeah, because Assassin's Creed Valhalla, every, like, nothing, there was very little, like, main story stuff, but, like, every place that you went to was, like, its own thing. Its own yeah. story. Like, you could literally, I could, I could load up the game and go to any point that I haven't already explored, and there would be a little story clip just, just for that scenario. Has nothing to do with the rest of the game, but, like, someone watching just the side quests, like, uh, content of the game mm -hmm. in Valhalla would have a good time watching someone play or have a good yeah. time playing just side quests without knowing the entirety right. of the game. Like, I could completely forget, maybe not necessarily how to play the game, but I could forget the entire story of the game and still enjoy the side yeah. quests. And I feel like all games should be that way. Like, yeah. that should be a focus of... Side quest stuff is optional, but if you do do it, you are rewarded with these, you know, yeah, you get extra items and you get a little bit of story and a little bit of lore of the land and, you know, it's fun and that's what I like. That's what I want. I do think, though, that there is maybe not 
as big of a desire for most people, but I think there are still a few who actually enjoy level grinding and sure, doing yeah. all of that stuff. Absolutely. I completely understand. And I think that that's another, another point to talk about, too, is the side quests need to have a little bit for everyone. And so you have to look at your audience and, and decide, okay, there's going to be people who really like the game for the story. So let's have story driven side quests. Mm -hmm. There's going to be people who are really enjoying the battle system. Let's have battle system side right. quest stuff. So by battle system, I mean level grinding and like extra dungeons and super hard bosses and stuff like that. There's going to be people who really like the mini games. So make the mini games fun like Blitzball was terrible. Oh, yeah, it was terrible. Bad. But like, if you want to get Waka's weapon or his backstory, <laughs> yeah, even. Well, I mean, really, because he was doing Blitzball before he was decided to do Guardianship full time. Because he even explained mm -hmm. before Yuna, he was doing this and Blitzball at the same right. time. That would have been a great... In fact, I think I would have rather have mandatory played Blitzball through Waka's story than... Agreed, yeah. yeah. Or, like, do a flashback sequence yeah. of Waka, and then you have to play the Blitzball game or whatever. I'd be alright with that. Like, yeah, Blitzball was terrible, but, like, you know... Yeah. I, I... So, Blitzball... Was the was Final Fantasy X's sport? No, it was Final Fantasy X's card game. Oh yeah, yeah. So like Final Fantasy VIII had a card game where you went around, and you could talk to everyone, and you know play cards. Final Fantasy IX, same thing. You could walk around, talk to everyone, play cards. I think this game they didn't want to do the card thing, but they still wanted to have something where you could go around and talk to everyone and do an event. And they chose Blitzball because you can go around and you can recruit a lot of characters yeah. in the world. And when you recruit them, you have to pay Gil and you have to like level up with them and then you get to play with them. And some of them are so overpowered that like playing with them, you just win instantly. And that's great, but it makes it boring. Yeah. So the game basically Blitzball is either far too hard to the point where you don't win anything, or it's far too easy to the point where you don't have to try. There's no in between. There's but no still, challenge there. The rewards is they're good rewards, but you still have to grind through all of that. They're to good get the rewards, rewards but like, is the struggle of leveling up your characters, your your Blitzball players, is it worth some, it? Like, for some is it people, though? yes. Because there was, right. I was looking up, uh, I think it was maybe level three spheres. Yeah. Um, and that one of the easiest ways was through Blitzball. And I didn't want to do that. That seemed right. like one of the hardest ways for me. <laughs> so I, uh, yeah, I, but I think as far as Blitzball's concerned, <sighs> I think it could go either way for people. I think if they but, just tweaked it a little bit, it would have been more fun. But as far as like it, I feel like it's just a tiny bit different as far as, well, I don't know. Blitzball was just Blitzball. I didn't <laughs> like it. It's hard to it's hard to defend it when I don't like it. I but mean, I yeah, you're gonna have people who like that. That's fine. I'm not saying that you're. Like it's, it's I'm not different. saying that you're a bad person for liking <laughs> Blitzball. It's more of a. 
the game I found so boring that why would it, I can't, it's hard to imagine people liking it though. I, I understand that there are some people who are like, well, it's well, amazing or well, I don't know who kind of crazy person that would be, but you're still reaching some people who would rather play blitz ball than say level grind. Sure. Yeah. So. And I guess that that's, that's where I was going with yeah. that was that, you know, you have the mini game portion for people who like playing yeah. the mini games for me, like that Final Fantasy VII was really good with kind of a lot of those things. You had a little bit of story extra content with, um, you know, hunting down the ultimate weapons yeah. and like there was a couple extra dungeons and then the, all the extra super bosses for the the weapons. Um, but then you also had the like chocobo racing and the chocobo breeding and the, you yeah. could you could replay it- all the the motorcycle mini game and you could replay the snowboarding mini game balanced. It absolutely was well balanced and it wasn't insanely hard because really all you needed was time for side quests in that game. Like you needed time. Well, a strategy guide in some cases, but you know, just time. Yeah. And that's, what's nice because to me, I probably could do the Chocobo side quest if I really sat down and did it, but it was right. too hard for me just playing through to beat the game. Well, and that's, I think that that's the problem with the Chocobo side quest. Yeah. Like it was really frustrating. Really, all of them. Any any side quest. Period. You dedicate enough time to it, you're eventually gonna get it. And you know, it's not designed to be impossible. It's just designed to be very hard. And it, once you get it down, you get a strategy, and you start, you know. You, once you get the hang of things, you'll pick it up pretty quick. And that goes for literally any video game, so I've learned. Um, but if you're going to do that kind of stuff, it needs to be more fun. Yeah, it can't. I, I could tell how frustrated you were getting because I remember playing this game before and during the chocobo thing and it's very frustrating. Yeah. It's just, it's irritating and frustrating I, and it, it, it takes about. Any little bit of fun there is, it takes it out of it. When I played it through, uh, and I got to the Chocobo thing, I wanted to give it a fair shot. because Mainly because I wanted to see if that was the like one thing that I could complete. Yeah. The one like side thing that I could complete. And I played, like I don't know, maybe a dozen times, give or take. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is so ridiculous. Yeah. It's so absurd. Why would anyone want to play? Why? It's just a waste of time Honestly, for me. Honestly, it didn't even make sense. Where were the Blitzballs coming from? Right. Where were the freaking seagulls coming Like, half of the seagulls were hitting you in the face from literally nowhere. I they know. were just, like, there it in your face. It did not make sense. I mean, the <laughs> balloons made more sense mm-hmm. than the other stuff. Yep, yep. It definitely could have been better they could have sat down and figured something else out within a day because i could have found something in a day better than that just racing would have been enough just racing would have been enough and again if you were to do the race in a couple different areas like the thunder plains or anywhere else i mean there was a lot of long stretches of road just have chocobos and have one person in each area that says hey you want to race me you know and once you complete all the races you maybe maybe you have a item. <laughs> maybe you have an an easy race at each road. Maybe you have a medium race yep. at each road and a hard race at each road. And each one of those races, if you complete all of them, you get a special item at the yeah. end. So I don't know. I'm just possible ideas to have made that better, but the the fact is, it's not that way. 
And the way it is, like, it was, for me, it was just a waste of time. If I'm going to do side quests, I want it to be worth my effort of doing it. And not not every side quest. And, and it's fine. You know, again, there, there needs to be well-balanced for everyone. And in Final Fantasy X's case, I felt like there was no side quest stuff for me that met my right. requirements to want to waste my time doing it. Womp, womp. So, yeah, let well, us know... I, sorry. Go, oh, go ahead. No, what? The only thing I can say is, actually, if you had done Anima's side quest, you would have gotten a little bit extra story. I'm Not I'm aware. <laughs> I'm aware that Anima has some some story behind Seymour and Seymour's mom. I know that I know that that's there. But that's like the only thing I think. <laughs> I know. Like one of the like very if there's anything I else cuz I know that Yojimbo has like nothing. He's just kind of there. He's the stolen face. Right. And Maga um, the Magus sisters, like, there's a lot of challenge to get the Magus sisters because you you have to collect all of the all of the um the aeons. the aeons, but then you also have to fight all of the yeah. aeons to get the Magus sisters, which is fine. Like that's, I that's worth it. Yeah, but. When I was knocking at the door of the the main boss of the game, about to beat it, and I'm thinking, hmm, do I want to level up some more? Do, or do, do I, I want to beat this? Do game? I want to go and like hunt down yeah. the the aeons to be able to do this, or do I want to just go full front and just try and see right. if I can do it on my own? And the reality was, I just didn't think that it was yep. necessary of wasting my time to go back to try. So. Yeah. Yep. Well, guys, let us know your thoughts of side quests and what you think. What what, what makes d- a what, good side? Yeah. Quest? What do you think is like the perfect combination of side quests? Is it like well balanced, or do you want like nothing but story driven? I mean, really, even for me, maybe have stuff that kind of meets all the requirements in one. Like, have it be a mini game that has story that maybe is grindy at the same time. You know, chocobo hot and cold and Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, that's not I, a bad. Concept. I will say. I feel like, well, I don't want to say Final Fantasy IX was the best. I thought that they did their side quests really good, though. Sure. Sevens was pretty good, too. And I, I don't know enough about eight side quests, I guess, to really say. It's funny because in Final Fantasy VIII, you get so far and like everything locks up. Once yeah. you make it to disc three, they they have so much... like. Um, they put so many FMVs in disc three that they had to <laughs> I, make cuts they, somewhere. They, yeah, they had to cut all the towns out to make room for the. You know, the, eight's map is very open and just there's land and there's a few like spots that you can visit. I don't feel like it's as full of a world as sevens was. Eight, yeah, eight's world was, was kind of desolate. Yeah, I I would have preferred something a little more. I think though. Between seven and nine, great round, well-rounded side quests. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, next, uh, November 1st, we're going to have another podcast episode. Kind of talked about it already. I, I'm not entirely sure what we're going to play. It's going to be something smaller because... We busy. Uh, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're very busy. Actually, October and November... Um, is very busy for me. I've got a couple 
uh, vacation trips planned. Um, so we're going to kind of work around those, play a couple smaller games. I'm not going to be streaming for a few months, but we're kind of talking about playing Final Fantasy XI, maybe early, early next year, early maybe. next year. Right. I'm really nervous about that. We'll probably talk more about that in the next Zap Chats, but, um, yeah, until then guys, thank you all so much for hanging out and listening to this podcast episode and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.